Hello and welcome to Healing Through Words. I am Sandra D, a therapist, certified domestic violence counselor, survivor of domestic violence, and your host. Healing Through Words is a weekly Christian forum to address abuse and domestic violence. It is created to edify those who went through abuse, affected by abuse, or know someone going through abuse and domestic violence. It is also to inspire the brokenhearted, to remind them that God wants to make them whole. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your journey to healing. It's all about you in 2022. For the year of 2022, we are focusing on knowing your identity, who you are, it's an understanding that you matter and that you have a purpose. Our last topic was identity, the power of being transparent. Today's topic is identity, abandonment, overcoming the fear of love. What does abandon mean? It is defined as cease to support or look after someone, desert or leave empty. If your parents were unavailable for you for whatever reason, you might have felt abandoned. How many of you grew up in a home where you felt or had no support? You were left to fend for yourself emotionally and physically, or you had people around but you still felt empty. How many of you felt that as a child as well as as an adult? This is common for those who have been abused and it's hard to address abandonment issues, especially when it began when you were a child. You see, human beings need connection and they start when they're a baby. When a baby is born, it's laid on their mother's chest. Why? To continue to have the connection that was created in the womb. Connection is important. It's important for growth and it's important to be healthy. However, if you have parents or caregivers who fail to create a healthy connection, you carry the feeling of lack, insecurity, and yearning to be loved well into your adulthood. We as adults fear two different types of abandonment, emotional and physical. Emotional abandonment usually starts as a child. That's when your parents weren't there for some reason. That reason could have varied from mental health issues, drug abuse, working too hard, or even from death. However, the reasons are all equal and they're all the same. You were emotionally neglected, which left you empty and having to fend for yourself. As a child, I was emotionally neglected and left empty. My grandmother refused to or failed it depends on your perspective, to meet my needs. It was easy to put me down by telling me what was wrong with me, calling me names, or just ignoring me, than it was to say, good job, Sandra, I'm proud of you. My father was emotionally absent as well, but his could have been for a multitude of reasons that I will later go into. Then there's physical abandonment. Who wants to be alone? No one. God didn't create us to be alone, but to love and build and build each other up. But something happened. 
What happened caused us to hurt others in place of loving them? I mentioned in an earlier podcast that hurting people hurt people. When people hurt, they go into survival mode. And sometimes that survival mode causes fear. And that fear is acted out in pain. And that pain is distributed in so many different ways, including abuse. We all went through abuse are not expected. We who went through abuse are not exempt from hurting people or falling in that hurting people hurt people category. We refuse to deal with our pain and allow the pain to turn to anxiety. We hurt ourselves, our children, and those who love us. We do so because we are so focused on the moment. On getting through the day, we ignore taking care of our basic needs and our children. Unfortunately, we take on this warped mentality that love equates abuse. And if you don't abuse me in some fashion, you really don't love me. Where and when was that taught as a child? That behavior and acceptance of abuse came from the emotional and physical abandonment we received. My father's mother died when he was four years old. She died giving birth to twins. His father raised him, but soon moved. He soon moved with his grandfather. He was emotionally and physically abandoned by his parents due to no fault of his own. My daddy's abandonment issues continued as an adult when my mother died. I was five years old. She drowned taking swimming lessons at the YMCA. My father gave my brother and I to my grandmother because we were too young. I was five and he was seven for him to care and raise alone. I was emotionally and physically abandoned by both of my parents, my mother due to death and my father due to grief, and there was nothing that I did wrong. Both my daddy and I were emotionally and physically abandoned, but experienced different outcomes. My daddy's outcome of not was not being there for me when I needed him. It might have been because he was working so hard taking care of us, or it might have been due to his grief. Point being, he was not there for us. My abandonment issues caused me to seek love in the wrong places and with the wrong people. And because abuse is my primary language and familiar lifestyle, I attracted those who were abusive. After 40 years of abuse, yes, I am slow, I decided to step back and reevaluate. And as I reevaluated, I defined that abandonment wasn't really the issue. It was rejection. Abandonment equal rejection. I don't like being rejected and just settled because I didn't like the feeling that resulted from rejection. How many of you struggle with rejection? Rejection doesn't have to be because you were abused. You might not have been rejected or you might not like being rejected. So you stay in a friendship that wasn't healthy or not apply for a job or not purchase a home or not try to do something new or discuss hard topics with your children. To sum it up, people remain in unhealthy relationships because often they don't want to feel abandoned or rejected. If you haven't lately now is a time to revisit your past to help address abandonment issues and cut through the pain that holds you hostage and keeps you stuck. Think of your childhood 
as children, we sought approval, which is normal for all children. We would say, look at me, daddy. Look at me, mom. Over and over again, it was no response and no acknowledgement. Over time, we began to view their response as normal and therefore lowered our expectations of others and most disappointing ourselves. We began to think everywhere I turn, doors closed. I'm not a good parent. Or accept familiar words such as, you're not good enough. You should be last. Keep silent. No one sees you and no one cares. No. Let's look at rejection through the lens of protecting from hurting and abusive people. People who aren't meant to be in our lives. Because sometimes rejection is an open door for new opportunities. So let's put a twist on rejection and make it our foe. And not make it our foe, but our friend. Let's reject negativity. Reject lies we tell ourselves. Reject self-defeating thoughts. Reject allowing the past to define us. And reject giving up our desires, dreams, and control to the abuser. You see, I'm learning that rejection was the abuser's projection. It is their fears and insecurities they try to hide by lashing out and abusing us. Because the abuser, just like us, have abandonment issues that keep them sick, broken, and stuck. That's part of the abuse cycle called the honeymoon stage. They go back and forth between love you and abuse you. Their behavior is confusing, and so are they. The cycle, the cycle. Are we going to repeat or stop the cycle? How we handle rejection is crucial in reducing and ending the cycle of anxiety, depression, and suicide. Let's learn ways, let's learn from the ways others reject us and use them as tools to help us realize our worth, we are needed, and how special we are. Let's take that behavior and make it a new norm for us and our children. Let's stop viewing rejection as negative and defeating and start viewing it as something necessary to help you be the best you. And consider if you didn't experience rejection in your life, would you be the wonderful and beautiful person that you are today? Everything about you and me is precious. Reframe and change our thoughts and behaviors. Move forward in confidence and with self-esteem. You are worth it. You are loved. You are valuable. You are somebody special. Affirm it. Repeat it. And don't forget it. My friend, God wants to heal you from abandonment issues and your fear of love and to love again. He wants a relationship with you and help you find your identity in Him and in no other. All He asks is that you accept Him into your life and give Him full control. Not the control of the abuser, but a gentle control that leads to eternal life, peace, and joy. I like to close my podcast with words of affirmation. Buried beneath my pain and unfortunate circumstance is a precious treasure I can cash in. Therefore, I will find the keys that that would unlock new paths in my life that are beyond what I can think or what I can imagine. Hidden Through Words would love to hear your story of how you overcame abuse and is now a thriver, not just a survivor.
If you would like to be a guest and share, please visit my website at healingthroughwords.org or email me at healingthroughwordsorg at gmail.com through is spelled T-H-R-U. Here are some domestic violence services to help you with your healing journey. National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. Women Against Abuse at 1-866-723-3014. I'd like to close by thanking Tracy for providing my opening music, Last Night Dreams. I do not hold the copyright. Thank you again. God bless you. And I'll see you next Saturday.